0: The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash SportsMed to learn more. What's going on, folks? Welcome back to another fine week of the P.A. High School Football Report podcast, where we talk to the top recruits in Pennsylvania each and every single week. We talk to NFL players, former college athletes, so on and so forth. I'm your host, Nebby Asai, here with my awesome editor, Brian Linder. Brian, how you doing this week, man?
1: Man, Nebby, I'm same as every week, man. I'm just hanging in there. I'm just maintaining. I'm actually, as we're talking right now, I'm cracking open a BC powder. Yeah. I don't like to play around with headaches. I feel a little bit of a little bit of headache coming on that so he to do that to you b c powders just wipe them away mhm you know we need we need, we need a sponsorship from them we got one though we got u p m c and they're great sponsors so absolutely you know, it's, it's hot man so it's hot Look.
0: but you know those those athletes are out there on that field working out each and every single day so I at least we mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> i don't I don't envy them man yeah, too hot hey, hydrate kids hydrate. You don't yeah. you don't fall out and stuff like that. So But yeah, I mean look, it's a big week, you know. we're really, really starting to build and, and get into that sort of drive towards towards the season, Nebby. And mm-hmm. um and there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of things. We didn't have a guest this week. Last week we had a great guest. I thought Keon Wright, his mom star right. If you guys didn't listen to that, go back and listen to that. And the week before, John, John, you got John Harrow, um mm-hmm. you know, Harrah from um Strathaven. Yeah, uh, come, talk about trying to go from Penn State to uh, to the NFL, and he's a former high school football star here. Um, so that's some good guests. And this week we're just gonna talk a little football, man. Brian, the month of July is flown, man. Football season is here. Yeah, yep. I, you know, we're we're looking right now, man. We're gonna try to do like a rankings week for Penn Live. Like, you know, probably second week of August, maybe that third week. I think the third week is really when the season starts getting. Get going into that weekend with that Chambersburg Peach Bowl showcase. So I think it's the second week of August. we going to try to do the rankings week. So we're going to try to drop all of our 2023, 2024, 2025 high school football prospect rankings. Um, you know, ours are a little bit, I respect everybody's rankings because the rankings are opinions. So it's what people think. And right. I'm happy for any of the kids who, who get ranked, and ours haven't always. There's no such thing as a right ranking. You can look smart with a ranking mm-hmm. uh, when you when you drop those, but um, it's all opinions. And um, but ours, we try to show our work a little bit too, and kind of talk about what we think or why we think the kid is is a college prospect. So that's pretty involved, and we're going to have that, and we'll have all the picks and predictions out that week for the mid pen conference. We'll have probably uh, probably have Eric Epler's preseason. Um, statewide rankings going so it's gonna be a big week and we're really building towards that and you know a lot of that you know looking at the rankings now neby and, and the athletes is you know we've had a lot of um change just in personnel across the state pennsylvania in the last couple of weeks uh, we talked a lot about phil Pashadi on here from Penn ridge absolutely that's great a big linebacker. one yeah great mm-hmm. linebacker he's going to oklahoma mm-hmm. uh you know and he and he announced um I think last week or the week before, too, that he's going to transfer to IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida, which a lot of people say, well, hey, you know, I saw somebody say on social media, why would you transfer out, you know, in your senior year from your teammates and stuff? But, you know, IMG, man, you get that kind of opportunity. I mean, they have, like, nutritionists for, for their athletes and stuff. And, you know, it's like going into a college program. And when you're a big-time player like him, you really have to think and consider about that opportunity because it's really a chance to – Prepare on a different level to go play for Oklahoma, which is big time football. So it's interesting to see, and 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 uh, you know, I, I think it's you know, if I was Phil Pachadi, it's probably a move I would have made.
0: Absolutely, you know, when you're a premier athlete like Phil Pachadi, you definitely want to go up against the best of the best, right? Someone who's going to an SEC school in Oklahoma is about to be a Sooner. You watch his film. This guy, you know, it's, it's almost as if sometimes the competition he's playing with just isn't fair. So for him to to be stepping outside to to this uh platform of joining IMG, I think was the best move for him as well. You know, I think he's what the 40th best linebacker in the nation right now. It's only right, you know. And uh they play some big-time guys on their on their schedule each and every year, so I think that's definitely going to be something to prepare him for a true freshman season come next year when he's at Oklahoma.
1: Yeah, you know, he and he's a guy that, you know, I think he, he's just a really really good football player and um you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be a change for him out there because that's that is big time football with IMG and not to say Penn Ridge wasn't, but it's a different level. You know, we had another guy, uh, Nick Nicole Breton, um, from um from Northeast. He transferred mm-hmm. over to Saint Francis Academy and he's a six, seven, 325 and twenty five pound tackle who's really gained a lot of traction in recruiting. He was a Colorado commit mm-hmm. and decommitted mm-hmm. from them. Now he's scheduled to announce his commitment at the end of the year and he's going to go over he announced he's going to go over and play at St. Francis in Baltimore which is another mm-hmm. sort of powerhouse program who's doing it on a different level right now so pretty good players mm-hmm. now be making moves man and Naquil is a really really big guy we we talk about
0: guys like you know Javen who, who we're going to get to here in this in a second that that's a big O tackle but he has like three or four inches on Javen he has about 20 pounds on Javen nonetheless I read that he narrowed his 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 list of offers down to about six. I know that Auburn, Kentucky, and Georgia, Penn State are among some of those. I, I believe Syracuse as well. But, yeah, you know, he announced his transfer over to St. Francis shortly after Pachadi's commitment. So a lot of big changes coming up here in the state of Pennsylvania.
1: Nikol's an interesting guy. We we did a story on him not long ago, and, you know, it wasn't that long. I mean, he's bounced around a little bit. He's been to a couple schools now. Uh-huh. But he uh, he started out at IMOTEP. That's mm-hmm. a tight end. And when the pandemic hit he really hit a growth spurt. So he's got he's still got some of that athleticism that he had a tight end. So he's still a guy who I think has a lot of upside. Is the um coach there at uh his offensive line coach that was at Northeast when he was mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. Uh, compared to maybe Jason Peters who, who played for the Eagles forever and right. still trying to get the league now at forty. Uh Jason Peters mm-hmm. is trying to continue to play. So, you know, he's a really interesting guy. Um we had some other stuff, man. We had other stuff going, you know, locally. I think we might have mentioned it already, but, you know, across the past couple of weeks, uh, McDevitt quarterback Stone Sanders got an offer from Georgia. Rico Scott, yeah, Scott, Rico Scott's a wide receiver uh-huh. at Georgia and Alabama. You don't get uh-huh. much bigger uh-huh. than that. And then um, the team they're going to play and open the season, um Rick Coleman, their committed to Georgia. So uh-huh. big time SEC national title type programs have been rolling through Pennsylvania too um here as we get ready to close out the summer. So a lot going on, man, on the recruiting on the recruiting tip. And it's nice to see the Keystone
0: State up there on the radar. We have a lot of talent here and each and every week that's what we do, Brian, right? We talk about these top athletes and let the people know what we got here right at home. So on three
1: mm-hmm. um new website come out. Um they just uh they're doing a lot of recruiting and ranking NIL stuff. Which we'll we'll talk about in a little bit here in a few minutes, but they they actually just dropped their updated on three, three hundred, which is the top three hundred players in the country for the class twenty twenty three. And you mentioned Javen, uh, Javen was the highest rated Pennsylvania player in there. He came in at tenth overall in the country. That's amazing. That's big. Look, I, I love Javen Williams,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, Javen. If you're listening, hey, I I think he's a heck of a player. Mm-hmm. Um, Tenth is like a on threes had him higher than just about everybody. It's a little bit of a meteorite rise for that guy, you know, considering where he was last year or whatever. Absolutely, he's still a guy. You know, he has a lot of upside. Uh, You know, tenth is that's saying a lot. That's a lot, lot for him to live up to. Um, so
0: and you know he's just one of those premier dual athletes, right? And we're going to get to another top dual athlete here in a second, but Javen is just a dog, right? And to think that just. At the beginning of last season, when we first brought him on this podcast, he had no offers. Pittsburgh was the first one to take a chance on him and offer him. Then all these offer letters started piling through the window. And then you look at the film from the past season. I mean, the kid is just amazing. He's a beast. He puts on, he shows up, and he shows out. And every single time we talk about him, I talk to you about Michael Orr and the blind side. That's exactly what he reminds me about. You know, he just flatlines every kid he comes across on the football field, so... He definitely has a lot of upside, like you alluded to, and you know, a big season still ahead of him.
1: You had a couple other kids from that list from Pennsylvania. I think Joe Schleifer, uh, who who we've had on here at Exeter Township, tight end, six, seven kid. I think he made the, the top 300. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure where he came in. Jamil Lyons made it, um, who we've had on here. Mm-hmm. Roman McCaffrey, another Penn State commit. Pretty sure Rodney Gallagher made it from Mount Laurel who we've had on yeah. here. Yeah. And didn't he just commit to West Virginia? He's a West Virginia commit. Mm-hmm. Um, West Virginia has done really well in Pennsylvania. They got him. They got Josiah Trotter. Mm-hmm. They got jaheem uh, White from over at uh, mm-hmm. uh, York. Yep. Um, you know, they've gotten some guys out of Pennsylvania that are really good guys. Um, they got James Heard, who was at St. Joe's Prep, went back uh, over to New Jersey. He's playing school in New Jersey. Um, so they, West Virginia is doing well, but. Gallagher made it, and I believe Tamir Robinson made it too, and that's the that's the linebacker from Brashear, mm-hmm. who just made news last week, committed to Penn State, and we've, we've talked about him a lot on here with D. Brown, 2 temps, he trains with him and stuff. You know, so, again, a lot of stuff happened, man, a lot of stuff shaking now, and, and I know a lot of these guys we've had on here, we've talked to, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely, and like you said, you know, Dwayne Brown is is, is someone who advocated highly for Tamir Robinson, and he's, he's headed to Penn State, so that's a big commitment, but We'll be back more with uh, some of this football talk here right after a word from our sponsor, folks. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash CentralPA SportsMed to learn more. And we're back, Brian. So we, we, we definitely just talked about some of the top recruits here some commitments they've made, two major switches, and uh, people going to IMG and Phil Pichotti and Nikhil Bertrand headed to St. Francis in Baltimore. But, I mean, up next, we could talk about NIO, man. It seems like the PIWA in Pennsylvania. Go ahead, Let's Brian. Let's talk
1: about these guys maybe getting paid. and And, you know, so... Yeah. You know, we've we've had discussions, you know, about this, especially behind the scenes of Penn Live. Uh-huh. You know, with the NIL and high school and what that would mean and what that's going to look like and and things like that. And then last week, the the PIAA went out and put out a preliminary plan uh, for NIL and high school athletes. And been um, somewhat polarizing. You know, and you look out there and you see people saying this or that. And so if we would dive into it a little bit, you know. And talk about it, and 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 you know personally where I'm at with nil, you know. Well, let's start there. <laughs> you know, look, uh-huh. look, man, it's uh, you know, first we start with college. Everybody says this is going to ruin college football, right? You know, look, college football had forever to fix uh, the inadequacies in what athletes were potentially making or should have been making or could have been making. And the NIL is just, you know, it's name, image, likeness. Mm-hmm. It's allowing them to make money off of their name, image, and likeness. Now, has it created a little bit of an air free agency in college football? It has. But that's not the athletes' fault. Mm-hmm. It's not the athlete's fault that the people who made the game made the game the way they made it. Mm-hmm. Um and I always tell people And it's the same way, sort of, for high school here. Nebby is, you know, when 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 the PIWA made this announcement last week, I went through and read the comments on a couple of our social media platforms for Penn Live, and yeah, people saying, "Oh, this is stupid," and you know, you can't let kids do this or that. And and my argument to those people has always been this: throw everything out the window, right? Mm -hmm. If a kid was a really good musician Mm -hmm. in high school Mm -hmm. or in college. And they made an album, and somebody come around and sound them to a record deal, it would be nothing but love, all pats on the back. Absolutely, you know, if they were they were, a, they had a scholarship in college, uh, you know, for academics or or music, uh-huh. you know, and and they got a record deal. Everybody would be like, awesome. If a kid in high school was a great woodworker, and got money for that, everybody like, man, you know, it's great. He's a hard worker. It's only when kids are athletes. Do people have a problem with them getting paid for their particular skill? And so my my question more than a stance is always, well, why or how can you tell the kid who's really good at music they can make money for being a good musician? And the kid who's good at, you know, woodworking, that he can make money for being a good woodworker. But the athlete is shamed. Uh-huh making money for being a good athlete. Um so I think that, you know, it, it I don't know how you can tell somebody in in America you can't make money off of your skill. Right. You know, when especially when you don't have a it's not equal across the you know, for years it's not been equal across the platform. It's been fine for everybody else to make money doing whatever they're good at but not athletes. And now Chickens have come home to roost. Yeah. These guys can get paid, and and you know what? If um, if, if Billy's used cars and wants to write a kid five hundred dollars, a football star or a baseball star five hundred dollars to, you know, or a volleyball star or whatever to go stand out in front of Billy's used cars and wave at people, then more power to him. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely, I agree with your stance, and I see exactly where you come from. I don't know about for you, but it kind of reminds me of the scenario where they stopped allowing players from high school to go into the NBA or you know to the NFL and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, you know, the NCAA enacted that one year mandatory rule. Um, but let me ask you this. What pros and what cons do you see for um, PIAA
1: athletes and NIL? So, I mean, anytime you involve money, there will be people out there who are going to try to take advantage of people. Right. Now, I don't know how I don't know how prevalent it's going to be, Be as far as people wanting to pay high school athletes. Mm-hmm for something and i don't think it's gonna be big money deals right. okay mm-hmm. there may be i mean if you're an arch manning right, right you know you're worth a couple million right mm-hmm. now um but most of the kids who are your local hometown star you know they're probably not worth that you know maybe they're worth a couple hundred bucks whatever you know somebody wants to pay them you know the, the local pizza place wants to pay them to do something or whatever good for them um but you're always going to have people who, who try to take advantage of, of people when it comes to money, especially young people who maybe don't necessarily have the best financial sense. Mm-hmm. But that's still not an argument against why they shouldn't be allowed to be paid. Right. So, you know, that's one thing, you know, I've seen, I've read the arguments, I read the comments, people say, well, this is really going to mess up team chemistry. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, I even saw where, um, I believe, uh, one of the one of the coaches said in an interview that well, high school athletes don't really make money for their high schools, so it's not the same as college uh and that's not true either, really, because people do pay to go see Micah Parsons on a Friday night, and even if they even if they don't even if it was true, that's still not really the high school that has nothing to do with whether or not that player should be able to cash a check mm-hmm. to go shake hands at a car lot Mm -hmm. or, or at a pizza place on a Friday night on a a Saturday morning or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's not their problem. Mm -hmm. Somebody wants to pay them for being them. Good for them. So all the, all the negatives I've seen outside of maybe people trying to take advantage of them are really just not their issues. In my opinion, like it's not their issue. that There might be a team chemistry issue. Mm -hmm. Coaches and, and programs. You know, manager guys, talk to them, and, you know, that's how office is. You know, you're going to work in an office. Everybody's not going to get paid the same right. thing. High performers are going to get paid more than low performers in an office situation in real mm-hmm. life. Um, it's just the way the world works. So, you know, and then the positives are, you know, you, you might get some kids who, who we know, and maybe you know this. I mean, some of your better athletes come, you know, come from poverty. Mm-hmm. They don't have a lot. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if they they made an extra thousand bucks a month to, you know, being a TV ad for, you know, a a, a car car lot, that's big money to them and for their family sometimes. Um, So I think the positives outweigh the negatives. And I think that the people who focus on what they perceive to be negatives are really just talking about. Issues in management from the adults. Mm-hmm. The kids should be able to make what they should be able to make. The adults need to be able to manage their teams and programs.
0: My premise for asking that question to you, Brian, was because I was reading up on PA Football News earlier, and um, I was reading some comments from some spectators, and um, one person uh, voiced their opinion saying that a concern about NIL in high school could be recruiting, and it could be detrimental to the athletes. Um being as though athletes entering the transfer portal and, you know, um, looking for more lucrative offers. Um, And so I just wanted to see your positioning and your stance on that. Do you think that could affect recruiting for high
1: school players? I have no doubts. Mm -hmm. Again, when you talk about money, I have no doubts that there will be people who will try to weaponize Mm -hmm. it. You know, there are going to be people who try to figure out how to manipulate this, you know, opportunity to make their programs better. And it's you know, it's kind of a laugh because like Lane Kiffin, I go back to college here for a minute, I'm bouncing back and forth. He went to SEC media days and said that they legalized cheating. Mm. And now only the programs with money are going to, you know, <laughs> be at the top. Right. Well, guess what? It's Alabama, it's Georgia, it's Florida, it's uh, Ohio State. At the top every year anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 it's not really changing. Nah. Those are the programs that have the money. So I do think that, you know, you may have programs who try to weaponize this, who try to figure out how to manipulate it to get a few kids in there. But the programs that would do that are probably would have probably done it anyway in another way or form is right. as, as my mm-hmm. guess. Um, and again, that's sort of an adult thing. The adults, it's up to the adults to be adults here. To manage that aspect of it, but it really shouldn't affect how much money a kid can make locally. If they're being recruited in some extent, to some extent, and it's considered outside of the box, outside of the lines, of cheating, then the adults need to handle that yeah. and make sure it doesn't happen, or that it is properly, um, um, you know, they're, they're properly um, disciplined, mm-hmm. you know, appropriate um, for, for operating outside of the agreed-to pump boundaries. Between them, but for the kids, I think it's a good opportunity. They just need to have strong adults around them who are not going to let them be used or manipulated. Absolutely. You know, um, mentorship is definitely going to be really, really big
0: as it pertains to NIO and the PIAA. But, you know, it could be a good thing that we still have some some time and that the 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 foundation isn't in full swing yet. It seems like the PIAA is looking Forward to what neighboring states are going to do and how they're going to proceed moving forward. But um it's definitely something that they've been looking into and having meetings about. So it's a great topic to be to be privy to and bring awareness on. So that's an IO.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's the end of the mm-hmm. world. I don't think it's the end of the world. And I think for a lot of kids it could be a, a good thing. I don't think you're gonna see a bunch of guys get a bunch of big yeah, deal. I agree. You know, it's not it's gonna be, you know. If you have a Micah Parsons come back through, he's a once in a lifetime type mm-hmm. guy. You might have somebody offer him a bunch of money to go do something. But until then, you know, I think you might see smaller level deals, a couple hundred bucks to, you know, do this or a thousand bucks, a couple thousand bucks to mm-hmm. do that, represent this. You know, this, And I think that could be good for the yeah. kids. So I think people overreact. And again, I, I think it's weird, Nebbie. I think it's weird that. Anything else a high school kid would do with a skill set, um, that they would, you know, get a pat on the back for. They would uh you know, they would they would get a pat on the back for being successful at it or making money off of. But if you're an athlete, everybody's like, Oh, you know, these shame on these kids. They're you know, they're they're greedy and all It's almost like you're discrediting their talent and their skill
0: set, basically saying, um, it's not as important, right? Or it's not on the same level playing field. There
1: is an antiquated mindset with athletes where people like to feel like they have some, and it's because fan is short for fanatic, Mm -hmm. I think, but people like to feel like they have some sort of ownership, Mm -hmm. you know, like, like your right to dictate how they operate. You have a right. And I tell you have a right to boo high school, you know, might be a little hard, harsh, you know, you have a light right to say, you don't like this player. If you buy the ticket, I always, I'm on the side. If you buy the ticket, you go to the game, you don't like the, the show. You can boo, you know, or cheer or whatever. Um, but you don't really have a light right to dictate your mm-hmm. life. Um, and I think the lines get blurred both ways. I think we get athletes now. Again, the high school level is a little different because these are kids, but up in the pros and stuff, I think get a little thin skin when people get critical mm-hmm. of them. And it's because social media gives everybody such a big voice and athletes see it. But, um, you know, I, I think that... Uh, I think that, um, you know, athletes get a little thin-skinned about that. They hear it too much, and they let it get to them. And then I think fans and people who really have nothing to do with athletes' lives often like to try to tell them what to do with their life. It's a little weird, and I think it's all a product of sort of an antiquated way of thinking. You know, you don't own the athletes. They have lives to live, and they got to do what's best for them. So
0: Definitely, Brian. Definitely. But, um, yeah, man. You know, that's NIO here in Pennsylvania. Um, we'll see. It's going to be very watch, interesting man. to watch, And especially as we get closer to this football season, I feel like things are going to pick up a bit and probably a decision will be made soon. But nonetheless, it'll be an interesting one.
1: Speaking on getting closer to football season, before we hop off mm-hmm. here today, we're getting close to Myth and Media mm-hmm. Day. You know, we host that every year. And this year it's August the yep. 3rd. Northern Valley New football stadium. Um, high school. And JoJo's Pizza is going to... Uh, be providing the food. So, gonna we eat love good. JoJo's, man. Um, I grew up on JoJo's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got JoJo's gonna be providing the food. So He's gonna eat good. Got, uh, I think we got around you know 15 most of the big media in central Pennsylvania. Um, us, um, a lot of the news stations, several, several uh, news print, um, places, several websites. It's gonna be a big day, man. We're gonna have a lot of good players. You know, I was just looking at the player list, of who's coming through, and a lot of great players. Um, August the third, so that's going to be a big day out at Cumberland Valley from 10 to 4 a.m. And hopefully we can even get a little live thing going so you guys can maybe tune in and see a little bit of what's going on out there. Because we try to really, we try to make the mid Media Day the, the, the best media day in the state. And uh-huh. I think it is. You know, past years, man, we have marching bands and all kinds of stuff. So... Excited about that, man. And and this will be your first my media first day. First right? media
0: day with Penn Live, man. We didn't have one when I started in that COVID year, but uh definitely exciting to look forward to. We got some cheerleaders coming through too. So it's just gonna be a lot of excitement out there.
1: You gotta you know, you gotta go back and look. So my hip's blown up and I won't be able to do it this year. But you know, a couple of years back I did the whole routine with the cheerleaders yeah. and stuff, man. <laughs> well, listen, man, you send me your routine. You get what I'm saying? Send me your a- no, I'm going to let you fill in this year. we are going to have to show him what right, you cool. can do, can man. All right, cool. quickly, so. <laughs> All right, Trinity or something yeah, often. Get Nebby out there and get him, get him, get him uh, showing hey, some moves. Man, I can hang we'll with the see. best
0: of them. Nonetheless, Brian, I think we got a podcast, man. We got media day approaching rapidly. July is almost through. We're just another week closer to the football season.
1: Hey, I'm going to go drink way too much caffeine and do some work. Get re- work on it. Look at some huddle films. Yeah, man. And while Brian does that, for everybody listening and tuning in, we
0: thank you very much. Continue to subscribe to penlop.com for all of our exclusive content and continue to come here to the PA High School Football Report. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpasportsmed to learn more.